ready for tomorrow's news today. You're listening to Speak Life with Marty Lee. Welcome to Speak Life. It's always a privilege to be here with you and uh, many of you know who I am. I'm Marty Layton, and uh, I'm ordained as a prophet, and I've been prophesying about 45 years. I kind of calculated that today, and uh, <clears throat> I'm called as a prophet really to America the beautiful and uh, other nations as well, but primarily to America. Uh, and what that means is before I was born, uh, before God formed me in the womb, God called me. And he gave me a deep, deep love for this nation. And uh, I can't explain it. I, I cannot contain it. Uh, I just know what I know. And God loves America the beautiful. And I want you to know he has a powerful purpose in these end times for America, just as he does for Israel. And uh, as a prophet, I spend a lot of time in prayer. I spend a lot of time walking and talking with the Lord, especially in the mornings on this beautiful land and property that God has blessed us with. And uh, God has spoken some powerful things to me about this season in America. And tonight I just want to share some of these things. And let me also say God is is uh, not just shaking America and the nations. God is also shaking Israel right now. And God is dealing with, uh, and this is what the Lord spoke to me, He's dealing with the sin of Achan uh, in the leadership of Israel, the sin of Achan. The sin of putting one's personal desires over God's desire for the nation. And uh, for a moment, the enemy has prevailed, but only a little against Israel. Uh, now God is bringing forth in Israel a changing of the leadership again. And this is, uh, this is what we call tomorrow's news today. And uh, God will reinstall his man and make a way of victory for the nation of Israel. God spoke that so clearly to me today. And uh, Israel will be protected and Israel will be saved. And so God is going to save and come to the rescue of this nation, America the Beautiful. And uh, although this is a turbulent time and a tumultuous time, uh, summer will be a, a, a summer of prayer. And just as it was in Egypt, uh, when the children of Israel were in Egypt and the plagues were coming against Egypt, there was still light in Goshen. Uh, God will provide and protect his people here in the United States. And the winds of change, I believe, will blow very hard this summer. Uh, heavy winds will be a sign. High winds and uh, dangerous weather and dangerous thunderings. And, uh, but God will show mercy and uh, this spiritual summer storm uh, that the enemy has planned will be brought to nothing. These are the things that God has shared with me today and throughout this week. The demonic plans for violence and death will not happen. Uh, God also spoke to me that the straw man of Asia will be knocked back. Uh, the facade of power will be unmasked and proven to be weak, says the Lord. And every demonic hidden thing will be dealt with by my fire, says the Lord, and the straw man of China will be brought down, and all, that's, all that it's, it's hidden, uh, and its hidden allies will be brought down. And I saw like a nest of spider eggs hatching, and uh, I heard the Lord say, I will burn them with my fire, and they will be stopped before they can release their venomous attack, says the Lord. And uh, you know, the prophets will prophesy boldly again. And powerful predictions of my spirit will be uttered on national platforms, says the Lord, inspiring the people of God with fresh hope. 
and the bat and the monkey and the snake I have crushed under the feet of the praying church, says the Lord. And this honor has the servants of the Most High God. Through his high praises and a two-edged sword in hand, I will execute the vengeance and binding their forces with unbreakable chains and fetters. And praises will rise in the summer, says the Lord, and no pandemic will rise again. I heard the Lord say this, I will foil their plans, and I will burn down their supply houses with flashes of lightning. And I will bring new innovation to my people, and I have provisions in place now. Food supplies will not break down. I will unlock the treasures of the deep and unplug the wells of blessing for my people, and there shall be abundance again in America. Can mere mortal men overcome me, says the Lord? Can mere mortal men stop my hands? Can mere mortal men stop my promise? The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and everyone and everything in it. Now watch what I do this summer. The, the streets of America will not run with blood and fear, but I will bring forth celebrations, says the Lord. Every good gift comes from me, the Father of lights, and I will cause my light to shine. Watch me, says the Lord, put the enemy on trial and expose their filthy hands, and I will reach the youth of this nation with my love. I will cause my people to boldly declare my name above all names and stand for righteousness. And in September, I will turn things around again. And in October, I will reestablish and restore. And my people shall receive answers to their prayers. Questions will be answered and mysteries revealed. A new beginning again, says the Lord. Amen. See, that's a powerful proclamation by the word of the Lord. That's a, a powerful word from God. And I believe we will see the opposite of what the enemy has been declaring. I sense a major turnaround coming very soon. And God will not forget his promises. Amen. Did you hear what the Lord said? Can a mere mortal man stop my promise? Our forefathers, you know, came to this land and we're celebrating the uh, Independence Day, uh, the 4th of July this weekend, at the time of this recording. And, uh, you know, our forefathers came to this land, and they stood on this land and made covenant with God. And listen, God made covenant with them. And this July 4th, we will celebrate 246 years of liberty and freedom from God as a nation. You know, the devil hates this, and even trying to cast a shadow on Independence Day and make it uh, uh, not the real Independence Day. But God has heard the cries of his people and echoed in the hearts uh, of the Father. Uh, those, those prayers continue to resound in him. And now the Lord is going to turn some things around quickly and suddenly. You know, I usually have an occasional guest with me, but today I wanted to share with my heart again some prophetic words that God's been speaking to me, some prophetic things for this season. You know, I spend time in prayer during day and night uh, in the presence of the Lord, in worship and in intercession, 
And uh, the Bible says in Amos chapter 3 and verse 7, Surely the Lord God does nothing unless he reveals his secrets to his servants, the prophets. You know, I've been praying intensely and listening. And sometimes God takes a little time to share some things. And uh, he's, been, he's been speaking a lot to me in the last week uh, about secrets that he wants to reveal. Proverbs 29, 29, 18, it says, Where there's no vision, people perish. Where there's no vision, people perish. It literally means without the revelatory ministry of God's true prophets, people will wander aimlessly, and without restraint, they will perish. See, prophets declare vision, they declare hope, they declare the future plans of God. <clears throat> Jesus said in Matthew chapter 15, in verse 14, if the blind lead the blind, both shall fall into the ditch. It's so important that you listen to the voice of prophets today. God designed it for his prophets to hear secrets, to hear the, the revelations that God has and understand his secrets and declare these things to his people, giving them insight, giving them foresight for the future that he desires for them. So prophets hear revelation from heaven. They hear a word from God, what is about to happen, or what could potentially happen. Let me be clear about that. And God speaks with prophetic insight so that the people of God can either prepare for what is ahead, as he did with Joseph, uh, or a word of prophetic potential, what could happen and what God desires to happen. Remember, he uh, Joseph interpreted the vision of the Pharaoh, the seven skinny cows and the seven fatted cows, and that represented seven uh, lean years and seven years of abundance. And the principle that we take away from this story, this prophetic insight, is that God gave them that information so that they could turn the situation around. Instead of the uh, seven skinny cows devouring the seven fatted calf calves, uh, they turned it around. They took the word of the Lord and prayed and sought God for wisdom and sought God for his strategy. And as, as they acted upon the word of the Lord, everything turned around and they were able to set up uh, the seven lean, the seven fatted calf years to eat up the seven lean cattle instead of the the reverse picture. So they had abundance and prepared for the seven lean years that were ahead. So the word of the Lord saved them from a famine that would have brought a level of extinction. And according to natural history, uh, that was something that saved most of the human race in that day and time. Why? Because God spoke a word to his prophet. God spoke a word of revelation, interpreted a dream, and saved the people by the word of the Lord. He did this also with Elijah. Uh, when he called, uh, for, God was calling for a shift in the earth from drought to famine, uh, to a time of uh, drought and famine, to a time of abundance and a time of an open heaven. And so Elijah heard from God, and he heard this, the sound of abundance of rain. So Elijah heard a secret from God, a secret plan of what God potentially wanted to happen. 
And I say that very clearly. If you read the story in uh, 1 Kings chapter 18, God spoke to him of the potential of what could happen. And so Elijah heard this secret plan from God, what God wanted to happen, and he presented it before the people of God. And the first thing he did was rebuild the altar of the Lord on Mount Carmel. So the whole nation comes out, and he rebuilds the altar of the Lord, and he asks the people of God, how long will you, will you struggle between two opinions? How long are you going to struggle between these two opinions? Either believe in Baal and continue in this mess of famine and drought uh, with, with the natural leaders uh, and their false prophets in their media that day, uh, leading you down the path of famine and drought and limited provisions and supply chain breakdowns, uh, raising the cost of living so high it's choking the life out of the people. Uh, or you could believe Almighty God and watch the hand of God do for you what you could not do for yourself. Why? Because I have a covenant with you. See, a shift had to occur in their hearts first. No more accepting and tolerating Jezebel and Ahab's agenda. Now, let me, I hope you're hearing between the lines here. No more accepting and tolerating Jezebel and Ahab's agenda. No more compromise to the foundational faith of our forefathers. No more tearing down the altar of the Lord and compromising and allowing Baal, which is literally Baal Allah, Baal Allah. Uh, and it was causing destruction before their very eyes. I'm giving you a prophetic word right now. How much worse does it have to get in America before we take a stand of faith and restore the altar of the Lord and cry out for the hand of God to intervene. You see, that's where they were and that's where we are. There's been a constant flow of negativity from the false prophets in the news media. They offer a hopeless perspective uh, coming from those who lack spiritual discernment. And they repeat it on social media platforms. In fact, there's videos out there where you can see uh, 30 people saying the same sentence in unison. Uh, this is a unified word from false prophets. And they repeat it on these platforms over and over. You know, uh, there's a reason why they call it spelling. When you say something, it has power. Uh, and and it, it casts a spell. That's why Apostle Paul said to the Galatians, Oh foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you or cast a spell on you that you would believe uh, something contrary to the word of God? And so they, they decree these false prophetic words and place people under a spell and they continue to repeat these things to reinforce it with fear and reinforce it with uh, uh, a doom and gloom. You know, the Bible says in Second Chronicles 20.20, Believe God and be established. Believe his prophets and so shall you prosper. That was the word of the Lord that they got under an extreme attack, Jehoshaphat and the children of Israel and Judah. 
And God is using this moment, I believe, to turn the hearts of his people back to him. Back to him. Let me just say, I love America. I love America the beautiful with a, an unusual, deep love that I believe the Father put in my heart for this nation. And if you're feeling down and you're feeling disappointed, let me just tell you, God will not allow you to miss your appointment. He's bigger than this moment. Let me also say, I feel for you, and I've been praying for you. Often prophets have to carry the burden of the Lord and press through some of the same things, but more intensely as a part of intercession. Prophets pray and do spiritual warfare to help God's warriors to overcome. You know, God's word is settled in heaven and on earth. That's what the Bible says. He'll never leave you. He'll never forsake you. And when it looks dark, like a dark moment, even in the darkness, the the darkness is light to him. He is the light, and he is driving out the forces of darkness for you, even right now. You may not see it. You may not understand it at the moment, but God is fighting for you. And so what happens is Elijah rebuilds the altar of the Lord. That's the first thing he does. After the false prophets fail at their attempt at supernatural intervention from Baalah or Baal, uh, they did all their thing. They did their thing for hours and had no result, and were entirely humiliated in front of the entire nation. <clears throat> A lot of that is happening right now. How many of you know uh, that the confidence in the national media has gone uh, way down? People do not have confidence that they're being presented with truth, so their lies have worked against them. And false prophets always fall. Uh, so Elijah prepares his offering. And I've taught you this before. He offers the highest and the best to Yahweh, Jehovah. And he saturates it with gallons and gallons of water. Now, in a time of famine, he has the, the, the most choice oxen. Uh, on the altar, and in a time of drought, he saturates it with hundreds of gallons of water. He's giving God the highest and the best, and he's giving God uh, the highest and the best first, and he's doing it for the, on behalf of the whole nation. And he prays a simple prayer, and God answers by a fireball like a comet, striking the altar and consuming the offering and licking up all the water. And so this represented God receiving their offering of repentance, and, and not one bit of, of that was left. He, he received it all, and so he received them all back to him because of the covenant. And then Elijah proceeds to kill 850 false prophets by the edge of his sword. By the edge of his sword. That's incredible when you think about that. Uh, he tells Ahab, the word of the Lord is this, I hear the sound of abundance of rain. And so what does Elijah do? Elijah the prophet goes into intercession. That's what prophets do. And so the firefall from heaven was the turning point. And it was just the beginning of the turnaround for God's people. I believe that's where we are right now. We, saw, we have seen the overturning 
of Roe versus Wade, which is like that fiery comet fireball from heaven striking the altar and consuming the altar. You understand that was the breaking of a 50-year curse that was on our nation. It, it, it is done. It is completed. I remember prophesying this more than 20 years ago, that God was going to turn that, overturn that, and it would not, no longer be the federal law of the land. Uh, and here we are, we have seen the impossible come to pass, like that fiery comet ball from heaven striking the altar and consuming the offering. God is reminding us of his covenant with our nation, his covenant. We are his covenant people. Uh, but the bigger miracle of deliverance for the nation was about to occur. That was a turning point, and it was a sign for the people of God. And so Elijah, the prophet, goes into prayer and intercession. And you know the story. Uh, he, he puts his head between his knees, and he begins to pray. And, and I've taught on, on this before, but that was the birthing position of the women of Israel. Uh, and so he was birthing something in prayer. He was praying for this word to come to pass. He heard something from heaven, but he had to do his part here on earth and intercede and pray and, and, and birth it into the natural. And so, you know, there are times where you've got to put your heart above your head, and that's exactly what he did. His head said one thing, but his heart said something else. And so he had to put his heart above his head. And so he's in prayer and intercession, and he tells his servant, check and see if there's any change in the weather. And his servant comes back and says, there's no change. And so he's got to continue to pray. Did I hear the word of the Lord correctly? I've already spoken it publicly. I said it in front of the whole nation. Uh, there, there, I hear the sound of abundance of rain. God, you did this uh, sign from heaven. You consumed the offering. I, I did my part, and I destroyed the false prophets. And, and so you've got to answer me, God. And he's praying, and he's interceding, and he's birthing a miracle. So he says, check again. Second time, no change. There's nothing happening. He does this six times, no change. But Elijah continues to believe, and he continues to pray, are you hearing me? We have to continue to believe God and continue to pray. We just saw the breaking of a 50-year curse off of our nation. This is bigger and more powerful than you know. So he checks with him a seventh time, and on the seventh time, his servant comes back and says, there's a little something, you know, the cloud that looks like it's about the size of my hand. And Elijah recognizes by that small sign, Listen to me, a small sign, everything just broke through for the nation. That small sign was the strongest indicator that everything just broke through for the entire nation. The secret God spoke to Elijah was now coming to pass. You know, I believe we are about to see what has been in the hearts of God's prophets for the breakthrough of this nation begin to come to pass now. We are at the turning point, church. We are a praying and uh, uh, interceding prophetic company. 
And we are praying and birthing a miracle as we co-labor with Almighty God right now. Elijah had to believe nothing was impossible. He had to believe it in the face of everything looking absolutely the opposite. If God said it would happen, it has to happen. And he prayed, and it did happen. You know, I believe there is a, a, a call to prophets today to rise up. And we've talked about this before. There is a voice war happening right now. Whose report are you going to believe? We believe the report of the Lord. Whose voice are you going to listen to? The voice of philosophers, the enticing words of men's wisdom. There's a lot of wise people who can who are wordsmiths who can say things a certain way and and they deceive people. Uh, and all they're doing is exercising a gift of wordsmithing. Uh, but listen, there are prophets uh, who have a powerful word from God, and it may be very simple. That's why uh, the examples in Scripture, Elijah prays a very simple prayer. God, show your power so that they'll know that there's just one God, and it's you, the covenant-keeping God. Very simple prayer. And so he, he releases that that powerful prophetic word, and it changes everything. Let me tell you, the Bible says that the power of God is not in the enticing words of man's wisdom, but in the demonstration of God's power. There is a preserving power of the prophetic mantle, a preserving power of the prophet's mantle. God is raising up prophets today for a reason. They're under attack for a reason. Uh, because there's a preserving power that God is releasing to the nations of the earth as he's raising up prophets in this day. Hosea chapter 12, in verse 13, it says, "By, By a prophet, the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt. Who was that prophet? Moses. It says, By a prophet, the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt. And by that prophet, Israel was preserved. There's a preserving anointing for, uh, that is upon prophets. Prophets are key in this hour, both to America and to Israel. Yes, Israel will begin to receive God's prophets too. Again, prophets are the keys. They're key in this hour. That's why this mouth war is happening. When prophets are received and they prophesy the word of the Lord, the heavens open up. Come on. When Samuel came on the scene, the Bible says there was no fresh revelation. Uh, The result was the nation was sinning. They turned away from the way of the Lord. They didn't even understand why we had to uh, go to church or why we had to serve the Lord. What's the importance of that anymore? There was no fresh revelation. And Samuel comes on the scene and he begins to release fresh prophetic revelation and turns everything around for God's people. Again, without truth, without progressive prophetic revelation of the future that God wants, the people will live carelessly, and they decay, and they go backwards. Uh, They wander aimlessly until they perish. But when the prophets are received and release the powerful word of the Lord, everything turns around in just one day. Let me say that again. 
when prophets are received, when prophets are accepted and received, not attacked, not condemned, not religiously blackballed, not forced to apologize in order to stay in good standing with the religious crowd of Pharisees and Sadducees. No, when prophets are received, let me just tell you, John the Baptist showed up on the scene, the last prophet of the Old Testament, and he had a strange diet of honey and locust and wild honey and locust, and he wore a camel skin loincloth. Prophets are called to make a, a, a shaking happen to the religious order. They're called uh, to cause people to, to be knocked off of any religious foundation and get back upon the rock of, of, of truth. And so when prophets are received... Even though they can be strange, even though things can be different, even though it's hard to receive, they when they're received, they will release the powerful word of the Lord and everything will turn around in just one day, in just one day. It was one day uh, that Elijah stood on Mount Carmel and rebuilt the altar of the Lord. And let me just tell you, Elijah was not well received. Everybody actually stepped away from Elijah when he began to rebuild the altar of the Lord. Even uh, uh, Hosea, who had 50 prophets in one cave and 50 prophets in another cave, he said, listen, I don't want to be seen with you because they're going to kill me if, I, if they see me with you. See, prophets are not always uh, the, the hero. Uh, in fact, uh, what my good friend uh, Kim Clement, who... I love and uh, was a, 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 an amazing and powerful prophet, uh, but he was a great friend also and in, in a great brother in the Lord. Uh, but he used to say the prophets are the villain of today, but the hero of tomorrow, because it's, it seems like they've come to disrupt everything, uh, and they do. They disrupt the evil. They disrupt the demonic atmosphere. They disrupt uh, the powerful forces of the enemy that are deceiving God's people. They come and they release a word of light that drives out the darkness. And in just one day, that light begins to drive out the enemy and open the heavens. And that's what happened. In just one day, I can give you a story after story from the Bible, account after account, where prophets release a powerful prophetic word that turns everything around in just one day. And from that day forward, the prophets had their place, and there was the preservation of the people of God. By prophets, they're led out of captivity, and by prophets, God preserves them. You know, there's a a, a move of the enemy right now. It's an old strategy and uh, it's just it's it's the same spirit of Judas. Judas was uh, looking around at, at what was going on and realizing he was not getting very far in, in Jesus's ministry, and so he had to, he wrestled with a demonic spirit that said, "Listen, you're not getting anything out of this. Why are you hanging around doing this any longer?" 
you know, that's why people are struggling with going back to church. What are we getting from this? Are we really getting anything from coming together? Let me just tell you, forsake not the assembling of yourselves together. Don't let the enemy's deceptions, don't let the doctrines of demons keep you away from the house of God. David said, I was glad when they said to me, let's go to the house of the Lord. When when David opened up the tabernacle of David, uh, the tent that the presence of God, the Ark of the Covenant was there, and he pulled up three sides of that tent so that everybody everywhere could come to church. Uh, it was then that they were, even their enemies were all at peace with them. Nobody attacked them, and everybody under David uh, had a well and a horse and, so, and, and a donkey, and so everybody prospered. There's things that happen when the people of God come together that will happen no other way in the kingdom of God except the unity of the saints, uh, the assembling of ourselves together, uh, the uh, every every uh, joint fitly joined together where every joint supplies. Some of you don't have supply because you're not fitly joined together where you should be, and the enemy has used this uh, pandemic and these things to try to separate and divide the church. And, uh, it, you know, like any other predator, you divide and conquer those that are straggling. Jesus said uh, the enemy goes around like a roaring lion looking whom, looking for whom he can devour. We've talked about that before. It's the stragglers that are devoured. It's the stragglers that get destroyed. It's the banana that gets separated from the bunch that gets peeled and eaten. Listen, prophets are called to lead people out of captivity, and prophets are called to give them words that would preserve them and hold things together. There is a real reason why we come together as the body of Christ, and there's a real reason why something happens uh, in the unity of the saints, it's that place of unity, according to Psalm 133, uh, it's that place of unity that God commands the blessing. Isaiah 28 says it like this, uh, the new wine is in the cluster of the, of the grapes. You cannot get new wine out of one grape or two grapes, it's the cluster God wants to release something powerful, an awakening, a revival, a reformation, uh, a powerful move of his spirit in the nations right now. But the enemy is working overtime to try to keep the people of God divided and separated and at home. Watch, watch church online. Let's, let's call this the new normal and let's accept this. Listen, don't listen to the words of the false prophets in the media any longer. Listen to the prophets of God by the word of the Lord, you're being led out of captivity. And by the, the prophets of God in that mantle, you'll be preserved, right? Believe God and be established. You will not be established by not believing God. And then believe his prophets, and so shall you prosper. By not believing the prophets, you will not prosper. Listen, there are, there are evil people in control of various nations and various companies, and I believe God will deal swiftly with these ones as God's people pray and God's prophets prophesy. This is the hour of the prophet. This is the hour. It may seem 
unusual. It may seem in some ways out of the norm and uncomfortable, but listen, God is shaking the church and waking the church. Uh, That's why it says, blow the trumpet in Zion and sound the alarm. Every time in scripture that it speaks about blowing the trumpet, it's speaking about prophets prophesying, echoing what God is saying from heaven. They're blowing a trumpet they're sounding the alarm. Why? Because the people of God have fallen to, to sleep and they've fallen into a lethargy. Uh, and God wants the people of God engaged in this war. We are at war. This is a time of spiritual warfare. If you hadn't discerned that, uh, this is a time of spiritual warfare. And the military intelligence from heaven comes through the mouths of his prophets. Come on. God's people need to hear the word of the Lord so that they can pray and begin to reinforce what God's prophets are prophesying. So God spoke to me about New York and that God has a great plan in motion for New York. I'm talking about the state of New York. The enemy wants to take New York from America. He wants to seize it. He wants to control it. It is the prize of America, and we need to pray for New York. And I believe this is a fresh word from the Lord. New York is under attack right now. That's why you see them the 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 uh, uh, attacks happening in New York. That you're wondering why is it so much New York that's uh, in focus? Uh, because the enemy is trying to steal New York. And I say that because there's something redemptive about New York regarding America the Beautiful. Uh, There's something about New York in this nation, and I believe Giuliani is going to win the governorship of the state of New York and will turn New York around. And just as sure as we know the enemy has people in places to cause evil to happen, God has great warriors in place. He's got more great warriors in place. Uh, that we need to be praying for and praying for them and praying for their families. And uh, God has people in place right now. God is not taken by surprise by any of these things that are going on in our nation. Uh, But God specifically spoke to me to begin to pray uh, for, uh, uh, I don't have his first name in front of me right now, but Giuliani, Rudolph Giuliani's son, who is running for governor of New York. And we need to be praying over that because there is a, a warfare there and a battle going on. And it is going to be something that impacts the rest of this nation. And so God does have great warriors in place. And so our position as the prophetic army is to hear the sound of the trumpet and sound the alarm and begin to intercede and pray and watch the landscape suddenly change just as sure as the overturning of roe is a prophecy fulfilled there are many more prophetic promises hear me i've prophesied this for the last two years there are many more prophetic promises about to suddenly and quickly come to pass before you know it one in just one day it changes in just one day everything changes god is not taken by surprise at the financial picture in America. God's not taken by surprise at the food shortages in America. He's not taken by surprise about these uh, morality 
issues and these ethical issues that are arising and where the enemy is just saying, just compromise, just ignore it, just look past it. Let me just tell you, God is rebuilding the altar of the Lord. I'm telling you as the prophet of the Lord, God is rebuilding his altar in front of the church and saying, whose opinion are you going to believe? Don't stand between two opinions any longer. Stand on the side of the Lord. Let me also say this. I believe racism is about to be totally removed from America. Racism. God is dealing with racism in America. These divisions that have been aggravated and irritated and exaggerated have never been an issue in the last 20 years. But through the poison of the lies of the false prophets, it has caused greater division. Most people... Most people can remember back 10 years, can remember back eight years, can remember back two years. And these things were not an issue, a front burner issue. There may have been an outlier here or an outlier there, uh, but those were the things that the enemy tried to aggravate and irritate to cause problems when there was no problem. You know, James, the book of James, it says, James wrote that the tongue can set the fires of hell. And the devil knows how to do this, and that has what is what has been happening in the last almost two years. Uh, the, the devil has used the tongues of many to set the fires of hell. But the Bible says, now abides, now abides faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of these is love. Let me just tell you, before we are the color of our skin, before we are any... Uh, ethnic background, we are believers in Jesus Christ. We are citizens of the kingdom of God first. And God's love never fails. We see through this great uh, deception, and we will see a great awakening, a great revival of God's unconditional love, like a tsunami wave that will wipe out racism and and extinguish the fires of hell with it. Listen, when God has something, when he says something and it is ignited, it begins to unfold. It begins to open up. And we are about to see, I believe, a love revolution like we've never known before. A love revolution. All races, all ages, God is going to have his, his way. His way uh, it's the way of love. Jesus said, they'll know you're my disciples by your love for each other. This is my commandment, that you love one another, that your joy would be full. You know, th I believe there's a revival of brotherhood coming right now, and suddenly it will change in just one day. So I'm, this is the word tonight, in just one day. As sure as we saw Roe versus Wade changed and overthrown in just one day. The decree came down, and in just one day, it all changed. There's so many things now that are suddenly and rapidly and very quickly and very swiftly going to change in just one day. And the love of God is going to move like a tsunami across the nation and begin to wash away and wipe out the lies and the deceptions of the enemy. There are doctrines of demons that are going to be completely removed out of the church. Amen. 
Get ready for your prayers to be answered. Get ready for your vision to come forth. God has heard your prayers and your declarations. Don't sit back like Judas right now and say, I'm not getting anything out of this. I've got to make something happen on my own. Uh, The arm of the flesh always ends up in destruction. Anything done by the arm of the flesh always ends up in destruction. This is a time for the people of God to come together and to unify like never before. Listen, the other thing that God showed me is the plan of the enemy is to shut off the lights and knock off, knock out the power grid. This is the enemy's plan. Uh, and remember I told you that uh, about Joseph. He got the enemy's plan. He heard what the enemy was what was uh, coming. And so he, by the wisdom of God, uh, he turned it around on the enemy, and he got the victory, uh, not just for him but for all the people, not just God's people but all the people. God's people were part of, of those that received the benefit of what Joseph did by hearing the word of the Lord and acting upon it in a way that it would shift everything in just one day. And so God showed me that the enemy's plan is to shut off the lights and knock out the power grid. And he wants to try to do that this summer. But again, God said there would be prophetic preservation. Let me say that very clear. God said there would be prophetic preservation. We can pray, we can decree, and we can declare, and we can be proactive in spiritual warfare and stop the works of the enemy. Do you remember before Y2K, the year 2000, there was such fear in the air. It was the fires of fear uh, were so fueled uh, that people hoarded water, they hoarded food, they hoarded all these things. And when the, when the clock clicked midnight or 1201, and it was the year 2000, absolutely nothing happened. I have the same sense about what's going on right now. Now, it's always wisdom to have um, extra food and, and provision. That's what Joseph did, actually. Uh, he, provi- he prepared for what God showed him w- was coming. Uh, but in this situation, I believe we can pray, and, pr- and God will protect the power grid. And this is what I believe very clearly God is showing me is that the enemy does want to take out the power grid this summer. Uh, But if we will pray, if we will bind together, come back together, there will be prophetic preservation. God will preserve his people, and it will not happen. He'll protect us from that. And we will pray, and we will decree, and we will declare, and we will be proactive in spiritual warfare, and we will stop the works of the enemy. We have authority to bind and to loose we are the ecclesia, the church that Jesus is building and constructing right now, his ecclesia. Uh, and we have the authority to bind the hands of the devil and stop the works of darkness. And I believe God will cause his light to shine and drive back the forces of darkness as we unify in prayer and intercession. And we have these keys now. We have these revelations uh, to pray and to pray against the plan of the enemy. And we are exposing them to the light today. And I believe this, God's justice will prevail. God's justice will prevail. There is a higher Supreme Court, let me just tell you. 
And that's what we're seeing right now, the hand, the sovereign hand of God as he answers the prayers of his people. And that's what the Spirit of God has spoken to me. We must begin to pray over our nation. We've, we've uh, uh, pulled back a little bit, and we're halting between two opinions And it's time for us to take a stand on the side of the Lord and begin to pray over our nation and declare right is right and wrong is wrong. If everybody is declaring wrong is right, that doesn't make uh, wrong right. It's still wrong. And so truth is truth and wrong is wrong. And we stand on the side of truth. We are lovers of God's truth. And so we must begin to pray over our nation We must begin to pray over the people in our nation, over every race, over every age, over every uh, possible grouping. We pray over our people. We pray over uh, the elderly. We pray over the youth. We pray over the uh, the middle age. We pray over every ethnic background. We pray uh, uh, for God's protection. Uh, We pray over the food supply. We pray over the power grid. Let me just tell you, God's got this. And he just said he has a plan to overthrow the enemy. And by supernatural intervention, stop every plan of destruction of the enemy. He wants his prophetic church to hear the word of the Lord, hear the word of the prophet, and pray. Got to pray. See, we can can sit back and, and, and be casual or we can be engaged in prayer. And I, f- I feel the burden of the Lord very strong right now. This is momentum time. And Roe versus Wade being overturned is God's release of momentum. That is why uh, uh, Elijah had to execute 850 prophets that very moment. The momentum was on his side. God is releasing spiritual momentum to the church right now. And we need to take this momentum and begin to have prayer gatherings, begin to have come back to church, come back to the place of gathering and and serving. Your first obligation to God is to be a servant. That's what Jesus did. He was a servant on all levels. That's why he washed the feet of the disciples. He was a servant first. And that's our call, to serve the house of the Lord, to serve the vision of God, to serve the corporate. If you lose your life in the corporate, in serving in the corporate, you'll find your life. Amen? So God is calling the church to come back. You know, well, Brother Marty, I'm offended at this, or I'm upset at at that. Listen, we need to, you need to find your place, find your tribe, plug in and be there. Be reliable, be uh, uh, accountable, be uh, uh, early, hallelujah, be prayed up, be praised up, be ready to worship at the first note, be radical, have a reckless abandon to the presence of the Lord. He's ready to do something mighty in the earth. He wants to release a great reformation, a reformation of the church the the formation of the church the enemy is trying to make the the church in his image and likeness which is divided and chaotic and and God wants to bring the church back together there's a reformation a reformation an awakening a revival that God is releasing in this hour and we've got to co-labor with God if we want to see it come to pass amen
You remember Philip was told by God, get up, go down by the Gaza Strip. He didn't give him any other instruction, just get up and go down by the Gaza Strip. And so he did it. And God had an appointment for him. Philip didn't know it. He was just obeying God, and he he went and did what God told him to do. Uh, He didn't have the full assignment. He just had an unction to function, and that's what he did. And so he eventually sees a chariot with a eunuch uh, coming down the the dirt road, and and he starts running after it. And, And the eunuch happens to be the treasurer, the treasurer to the queen of Ethiopia. And so Philip runs faster than the chariot, faster than the chariot. Supernatural anointing comes on Philip. Let me just tell you, some of you, just by obeying God and doing what God says to do, he's going to supernaturally do some things in your life. And so he supernaturally is anointed by God to run faster than that chariot. And he sees the eunuch reading out of the scroll of Isaiah. And he asks the eunuch, do you know what you're reading? And he says, how could I possibly understand unless somebody explains it to me? Well, listen, he was blind to the understanding. And unless his, his eyes are opened, he doesn't understand what he's reading. So Philip, he looks at him like, listen, I've got a doctor's degree in Jesus Christ in Isaiah there. I, I know exactly what you're reading, and I know exactly what it means. So Philip was positioned by God to speak to a man of influence because of and because of that uh, because of his willingness to do what God told him to do be where God told him to be he obeyed God uh, God put him in a position of influence and because of that encounter right there all of Ethiopia received the gospel think about that God has done this sort of thing with me time and time again they used to say you're like uh, Forrest Gump. You just keep showing up in all the right places somehow, some way. Some kind of way I find myself in places where God connects me with someone who's a world changer, a music star, a movie star, a producer, a politician, an attorney to the president. Uh, I, I say this because I believe this. God has many more divine appointments like this planned. And the Bible says, when you receive a prophet in the name of a prophet, you receive the prophet's reward. In Ephesians chapter 4, it talks about the fivefold ministry. And you will experience the same grace upon your life that is poured, up, poured out upon you from the grace gift that you're aligned with. It means as you continue to stand with this prophet, you'll begin to see divine appointments showing up in your life. The reward of the Lord, the reward of fulfilled prophecies, the prophet's reward. And I believe in this new season, we're accomplishing much more than ever before. You're part of this. I want to thank all of you who continue to stand with us and pray for us and financially support us here and the work of the Lord here. I pray for our partners daily. And if you're in any of our meetings, and I know you're one of our partners, I will prophesy the word of the Lord of you. I'll lay hands on you and impart gifting and anointing to you. Uh, if you share your prophetic request, prayer requests with me, you, uh, if you'll go online and give us your prayer requests, I will personally take them before the Lord and personally pray over them. 
We've got so many testimonies of miracles happening after we begin praying together in agreement. And for those of you who think your little offering doesn't count, I want to tell you I disagree with that. Remember the widow woman who gave to the prophet a little morsel first. Suddenly, in just one day, there was supernatural provision for her and for her household that did not run out. How about the woman who gave two mites in Jesus' day? What did Jesus say about her? She gave more than everyone else. Let me tell you, little is much when you put it in the hands of the Lord. And we are endeavoring to expand to do more and empower the church and the world with the word of the Lord. We're about to launch an online school of the prophets and an in-person school of the prophets. Uh, We want to launch prophetic conferences, intercessory worship and prayer meetings, uh, times of just praise, uh, like a Tabernacle of David meeting where we get together and we just praise the Lord. Uh, And we're taking steps of faith to get there every day. And let me say this, every gift helps. Every partner receives my prayers. I want to infuse you with hope today. God is still in control in the nations, and he's ruling in the affairs of men. Mere mortal men cannot stop the promises of God. We're called to be that voice crying in the wilderness, preparing the way for the second coming of the Lord. These challenges of mere mortal men are challenges to Yahweh himself, and he's about to answer them, just as he did Pharaoh. And I know God has placed me in this position to lead the people of God and to inspire them to believe God no matter what it may look like at the moment. Listen to me. There will be celebration in the streets of America again. There will be freedom and liberty again. And this Goliath opposition will be fully defeated and removed once and for all now. This is the word of the Lord. Prophetic preservation. When God gives a promise, a vision, a hope, a destiny, a prophecy, he releases prophetic preservation with that. Hosea 12.10 says, I have spoken by the prophets, and I have multiplied visions. See, prophets, a prophet's mantle causes a multiplication of vision. It says, I have multiplied visions. I've spoken by the prophets, and I've multiplied vision, and I've given symbols through witnesses of the prophets. And by a prophet, the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt. By a prophet, Israel was preserved. See, God has given given as a gift his prophets. And by hearing the prophetic words, preservation comes. Hearing and receiving them, preservation comes. I saw a vision of a multitude of attacks completely stopped. It It was as if... The very life was taken out of the perpetrators of these evils, evil acts, like hordes of evil uh, people standing together, ready to do something bad. And these evil perpetrators had the very life taken away from them, the breath of life. And the God of glory thunders with his voice through the mouth of his prophets, I believe throughout the nations now. And right now, God is protecting his people and stopping unnecessary deaths and unnecessary violence. God spoke these things so clear to me, and I saw it so clear. 
It was so real it caused me to catch my breath again. I, I, I had to stop for a moment because of the depth of what God showed me. But I knew I heard God, and I knew God heard the prayers of his people and the prophetic decrees of his prophets. Elijah stood strong, believing the word of the Lord, and abundance of rain. Abundance of rain. Six, time he, six times he sent his one servant to look, and six times he had to fight through the visible and press into the invisible and stand on the word of the Lord until the word of the Lord came forth on the seventh time. And Elijah only had one servant, and that, that one servant uh, had, had to adjust to the word of the Lord. But once he, once he, his, uh, he, once he realized Elijah was serious about this, I believe his faith engaged, and there was agreement. And on the seventh time, it broke through. You know, Elisha only had one servant with him when he was surrounded by the Syrian army. And he had to look past the natural picture Elisha did and declare to his one servant, just like Elijah did, those that are for us are far greater than those that are against us. Don't be moved by the picture that you see in the natural right now. And then he prayed, God, open his eyes to see. And the servant sees and he sees that those that are for us are far greater than those that are against us. Light years of balconies of warring angels and chariots of fire and swords of fire ready to fight on behalf of Elisha and his one servant for the people of God to be preserved. I'm declaring to you it's time for you to see what I'm seeing. It's time for you to hear the abundance that I'm hearing. In order for it to come to pass, We've got to agree together. And I believe America the Beautiful will see the turnaround beginning right now. Listen to this prophet. Don't back off now. Believe it. Let the dominoes all begin to fall now. Let the shift begin for America now. Let the momentum of God begin to be released in your decrees and in your prayers uh, and in your, your heart right now. See what I see Hear what I hear. Let the reversals come forth. Let everything that's gone out of, out of balance and out of the way of the Lord begin to come right back now. That's what the breaking of a curse means, to bend something back in, that was bent out of shape back into right order and right alignment. That's what God is doing right now. Hear what I hear. See what I see. Let the reversal of God come forth for America the beautiful and let the truth prevail. Let the abundance, the abundance of rain come forth right now. Mere mortals cannot stop the word of the Lord. Amen? Amen. See, this is not my word. This is God's word. This is not my idea. This is God's idea. And the Bible says, vengeance is mine, says the Lord. I will repay And you're about to see God repay, and these things happen right now. Amen. I want to thank you again for standing with us. I want you to know I love you, and I thank you. Uh, I want to prophesy over just a a couple folks real quick. Uh, There's someone watching right now, and your your business is just about out of gas. And uh, the expense of everything has just about crippled everything in your business. And uh, God is breathing a breath of life to you. 
in this word. There is, there is a turnaround being released to you right now, and God's going to open up fresh provision, just like the, the widow woman. Uh, who she, she gave to the prophet first, and she, she began pouring with that, uh, that small flask of oil, and she had to borrow so many vessels uh, that suddenly she was filling up all these vessels and the oil never stopped pouring. I'm giving you a word right now, businessman. Your business is about to see overflow, supernatural increase. God's going to do it. Get ready. Make preparation for abundance. Believe God and watch what the Lord is going to do for you right now. Amen. Amen. That's a powerful word. I see a woman right now, and you're praying uh, for your children, and you've got a daughter that's struggling with her identity. And I see you praying and saying, God, your promise is true. Your covenant is true. God is doing something right now, and he's removing the, the scales that have been on her eyes. He's removing that thing that has caused her to not see truth. And God is stripping those things off of her eyes now so that she would be able to look and see uh, what God's uh, beautiful intention is for her identity in Christ. And God's going to cause her heart to break. And God's going to cause her to turn around and come running to Jesus. And you watch what the hand of the Lord does in this summertime, says the Lord. And I see, uh, I see uh, two other uh, parents, like two different families, but two other parents, uh, that are praying for a, a renegade child, and uh, it's like you hadn't heard from them, and, and they're not keeping in touch with you, and they're not uh, keeping up with you, and you're concerned for them, and, and you know that their heart has been jaded towards ministry and towards the church, uh, but there's a fresh conviction of the Holy Spirit upon them right now. God's convicting them by His Holy Spirit of truth that they know deep in their heart to be true. And they're going to turn around and come running back to the house of the father, just like the prodigal son. They're going to come back to the house of the father and surrender it all. I see that happen, happening very quickly for those, uh, those two parents. And I see another uh, uh, family in need of a financial miracle right now. And boy, that, that doesn't sound like revelation. Uh, but I see a family uh, that really you need something today. You need a miracle right now. And it's like you just have a week. Uh, but God has a miracle coming your way. And I just see it just falling into your lap. It's like it's just going to fall right right into your lap. And you're going you're gonna to be surprised at the faithfulness of God. And what looked like fear and what looked like, God, I don't know what we're going to do is going to turn around to God. I'm going to do whatever you ask me to do. And I'm going to be a blessing. I'm going to plug into the church. I'm going to serve. I'm going to give you everything. And it's it's a turnaround moment for you and for your family. And so I just release that to you. Also, uh, Zorro, my friend Zorro, the drummer, and Renee, and Jordan, and, and Jared. I just hear the Spirit of God saying, I've done a mighty work in this last season, and uh, I've taken you uh, to, uh, to the point where you've come to the end of yourself, and you, you've done all that you know to do, and you've been faithful, uh, but now the Spirit of God is saying, I'm going to, to, I'm gonna, I'm going to take it from here, and I'm going to show you my favor. And I've gone before you, Jared, and I've prepared a track for you. 
and it's a track of learning, and it's a track of of uh, impartation. And uh, there's some mentors that you're going to have in this next season that are going to help you prepare uh, for the destiny that God's prepared for you for you god's preparing the destiny and he's preparing you for the destiny and there's a collision of those two things coming uh in the near future but god's going to put you in relationship with certain ones that are going to be able to uh, be like lifelong friends uh, that are going to open doors for you and you're going to open some doors for them also uh, but you're blessed to be a blessing, Jared. And Jordan, I just hear the Spirit of God saying, this is a season of new life for you. There's a fresh wind of the Spirit blowing in your life, and you you have fallen down broken before the Lord. And you said, God, I, I surrendered everything uh, to you, and I want to see the promise that you've made to me come to pass. And I, Jordan, I just see, uh, you're going to see like three major prayers answered very rapidly. Three things are coming to pass, one, two, three, over the summer. This is going to be a great time for you. And you're going to, you're going to say, God, you are faithful. You did what I asked, what I had in my heart, and you've delighted yourself, Jordan, in the Lord. And so God is giving you the desires of your heart. And Zoro and Renee, I see a new home. And I know that's been a, a, a point of frustration and irritation. And you say, how can that possibly happen? Let me tell you, God owns it already. He's got your name on it, Renee. Uh, Zorro, he's got your name on it. It's already yours. It is bigger and better than what you have thought you, you would be able to get. And God's going to make a deal uh, come together. <clears throat> It's not going to be uh, your savvy business side, Zorro. It's not going to be uh, anything but the favor of the Lord. God's got someone in a position where they have something pulling on them so strong right now that they have to make a change, and they don't know what to do with their home, but it's your home, says the Lord. And the Lord said, they're going to come to you, and they're going to say, are you possibly interested in making a deal with us? And God's going to make something happen where you can't figure out a plan, and you can't figure out how to make something happen. God's already got it figured out, and it's just going to fall right into place. It's going to be where you want to live. It's going to be the right neighborhood. It's going to be the right positioning everything's just going to fall right in place and zorro i see another studio in this home uh, where you're going to be able to do some things out of your own studio and have others over to uh, for musical projects there and i see it also becoming a place of like bible study uh, it's going to be like a cool place where you can have uh, times of Bible study. You're even going to film some of these Bible studies and use them as ministry tools uh, for many people around the country. And I see uh, some fresh ministry doors opening for you, Zorro, Zorro where there's going to uh, be opportunity for you and Renee to travel and, and to do some fun things. And uh, it's going to be something that God does for the two of you. And uh, although she's not the one that gets up in front of everybody and speaks, she's going to enjoy the vacation time that goes with that. And so it's the hand of the Lord blessing you. And uh, you've come to the end of the old season. And uh, God's opening up the new season for you now. And you feel the transition and you feel the shift. Uh, but before you know it, that shift and that transition is going to be behind you and you'll be living in the new 
with the anointing of the Lord to do so. And so I just release that to you now in the name of Jesus. I also see a um, a uh, a man. Of, uh, you're close to forty, and you are you're saying, "What am I going to do now?" It's it's like the thing that I was planning hasn't happened, and uh, it looks like what I what I thought was going to work is not working, and I'm I'm feeling pretty boxed in and shut down. And uh, the Lord says, "You are not out of options. You're just out of your plan." And I've got a plan that's bigger for you. And I've got one that loves you that's going to open a door of blessing for you. And that one's going to open that door and you're going to step into the call. You're going to step into the thing that I've created you to do and be. And this season's going to be a beautiful season for you. And your 50s, uh, the decade of the 50s for you is going to be outstanding uh a time of your life you're going to see so many accolades and the hand of the lord and the hand of favor uh, is going to bless you in that time and so i just bless you with that right now i see another woman who's uh in your your i'm not going to say your age but you are believing for your husband and you're you are in a place where you said god uh, I guess it will be what it will be when it will be. Uh, but don't be discouraged. Uh, be strong and of a good courage. And I just see you waking up and saying, God, this could be the day, so I'm going to give you my best today. I'm going to look my best. I'm going to have my best attitude on. I'm going to walk my best. I'm going to hold my head up high. Uh, I'm your bride, and you've got the right person for me, and it's got, he's coming to me. And I just see you having such a positive outlook now. Uh, that that the uh, the negativity can't be attracted to you any longer, and then boom, it's just going to happen. I see the number three. Uh, could be three weeks, could be three months, but I just see you getting very serious about believing for that plan of God for your life, and you know whatsoever things you desire uh, when you pray believe that you receive and you shall have them. And so it's like there's a whole mindset that had to go away uh, before you got to this moment of receiving. And so you're you're in a different day today. And so that's going to come to pass rapidly now. And I just see a, a, a an anointing uh, for just receiving the blessing of the Lord in your life. And it's not the only blessing. There's many blessings coming in that uh, in that regard now. And so we just release that to you and bless you with that in Jesus' name. And if you come to Nashville, I'll do the wedding. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Uh, I, I'm having fun now. Uh, I see a, uh, <clears throat> I see, um, a time of, uh, of, uh, reorientation. Uh, you know, when you, when you graduate from junior high to high school, one of the first things they do is they have a a, a re an orientation um, service, you know, in the in the assembly hall or whatever, uh, an orientation of this is the school, this is the way we do things here, and this is, and I just see a time of reorientation to prosperity. It's like some of you have just accepted less than, and you adjusted to that. Uh, but God has abundance, and uh, and I just see a time of reorientation. You've been promoted. You passed the tests. You've been promoted. You're on the new level, 
And just like the children of Israel, they had to war for their inheritance. But when it was time for the dividing and the and the passing out of inheritance, they had to orient themselves to that place of prosperity and homesteading the victory and standing in that place of blessing. And so that's where many people are in this new season. You watch how fast God will turn everything around. Yes, the... the the world's going to get darker, but the church is going to get brighter and more full of faith and more full of the blessing of the Lord. And things are not going down, they're going up. Things are not looking bad, they're looking beautiful. And the army of the Lord is going to be those that uh, stand and declare the word of the Lord, uh, bind what needs to be bound, loose what needs to be loosed, and walk in the dominion authority uh, the original mandate upon the uh, upon the people of God. That's what you're about to see happening, and so I just release that to you now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I want to thank all of you for standing with us here at Speak Life. Thank you for those who continue to sow uh, into this ministry, and we just declare the blessing of the Lord uh, over you. And we're going to continue to uh, propagate the prophetic. We believe God is releasing prophetic ministry. Uh, on a whole new dimension now to the nations of the earth. And so if you desire to sow a seed to help us continue uh, in the ministry and to do, to do the things that God's called us to do, there are several ways you can give into the ministry here. You can first text any amount to the number 84321. That's 84321. Whatever the amount, if it's $10, you put the number 10 and you text that to the number 84321. And so whatever the amount, uh, we just are grateful to you, to the Lord for you, and, and we just speak the blessing of the Lord over your life. Uh, if you're watching this online, there's a link in the comment section. You can click on there, and you can give that way just by clicking on the giving link there. Uh, if you prefer to mail in your gift, uh, you can mail it to P.O. Box 1822. Uh, you can mail it to LifePoint or to Marty Layton. Uh, P.O. Box 1822, Hendersonville, Tennessee, 1822, Hendersonville, Tennessee, 37077. That's 37077. Or if you prefer, you can go to either of our websites, martylayton.com or lifepointchurch.cc. Lifepoint has an E on the end, so it's lifepointchurch.cc or martylayton.com, and there's buttons there that you can click on, and you can give that way. And so I want to thank you again for being faithful with your offerings and your tithes and the gifts that you give, uh, and I want you to know we're praying for you, uh, and we're praying that you receive the reward of the Lord for your life and for your faithfulness to God. I also want to thank another one of our sponsors, uh, Mike Lindell, uh, Mike Lindell and My Pillow. Let me just tell you, Mike is a warrior for God. He's a brother in the Lord, and he's fighting the good fight of faith, and he's fighting for America. He's got a similar a heart for America like, like we do, and uh, he's fighting on the, on the front lines of this cultural war for the freedoms that we love right here in America, the beautiful. I believe he's a key man for this for this time and this season, and God's raised him up for such a time as this. And so I want to encourage you to check out the products that he's made available at MyPillow.com or MyStore.com, either one, MyPillow.com and MyStore.com. 
www.marty.com. And if you use my name, Marty, as your promo code, you'll receive the biggest discount available. Uh, The biggest discount that they can possibly give will will open up to you by putting my name as your promo code, Marty. And uh, it'll take it off the entire purchase. Uh, some of you don't want to use the internet to do that. Uh, if you do, it's mypillow.com. Uh, but if you want to make a phone call, some people prefer that. The number is 800-859-2938. That's a dedicated line uh, for our audience. 800-859-2938. And remember to use the promo code MARTY. And I want to encourage you, please do this. Please support Speak Life and support Mike Lindell by going there. And it's a great way to, to support both. And you get some amazing products in return. And really, it is a great blessing uh, to the work that Mike Lindell is doing um, in, for America. He's got the keys right now, and, he, and God has put his favor upon him. And so this is a great way to get some, some amazing products and to support Speak Life at the same time. And so I believe the word of the Lord uh, is true, and it is not over until God says it's over, and it is not over. And I want to say that again. The word of the Lord is it is not over until God says it's over, and it is not over. And so I want to thank you for tuning in to Speak Life. Join us next week for more great ministry and conversations with uh, insights from today's cutting-edge leaders and some revelation that I know is going to change your life and you're going to love it. And so please take a moment and subscribe to the Speak Life podcast. Uh, If you enjoyed this and you were blessed by this ministry, please leave us a five-star review. And don't forget to follow me on social media, on Instagram, on Twitter, on Getter, on Facebook, on YouTube, uh, on Rumble, on Truth, on Frank Speech, all of it, you can find me at Marty Layton. That's my handle, at Marty Layton. And so uh, check out Truth. It's a great network. Check out Getter. Uh, Check out frankspeech.com. You can also watch this show live every Friday night at 7 p.m. Central Time on Facebook, on YouTube, on Rumble, and on Frank Speech. And I want to thank you for telling others about the Speak Life show. This is a great opportunity for them to be exposed to the prophetic and to have God change their heart and their lives and their family. And uh, thank you for helping us reach more people with the prophetic ministry. You can find our podcast, by the way, on iTunes, on Spotify, on the Charisma Podcast Network, the iHeartRadio Podcast, or anywhere, really, where you find podcasts. We're there. So thank you again for tuning in to Speak Life. And remember to keep your spiritual ears and your spiritual eyes open because God is always talking and the power of life and death is in your tongue. And so we encourage you to speak life. Amen. God bless you. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Speak Life with Marty Layton. Please help us spread hope and share this podcast with a friend. Join us again as we speak life into our world.